Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Well, the race is over. Trump is the Republican nominee. I have the analysis for you. The breakdown of everything that happened last night in New Hampshire. Texas says to the United States government, we are going to do what we have to do within our constitutional rights to protect and defend our state since you won't. And a big override of Governor Mike DeWine's veto in Ohio. But... New Jersey's windmill project is back alive, unfortunately. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. The border issue is by far the biggest issue, no question about it. But I'm telling you right now, uh, as Americans look at this issue and they see that Texas is pushing back, they're grateful. They're grateful everywhere for this, even in places like Chicago. I mean, I, I was watching Fox News earlier and this Democrat I don't know, I think he's an alderman or something like that up there. And even he was criticizing Joe Biden for what's going on. Chicago communities feel ignored by city officials. They they feel ignored by the federal government. These communities are very angry. They're very upset. The cities, and, and I told you, nine governors across the country, nine Democrat governors have joined in demanding that the White House do something on this issue. It is the number one issue, no question about it, brought to you by our buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, venariadental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A. That is the big story of the day today, venariadental.com. And here to discuss immigration and so much more with me today, Dave McCormick. He is the Republican candidate for the United States Senate seat in Pennsylvania. Hey, Dave, welcome back to the show. Hey, Rich, good to be with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, no doubt. Uh, border is definitely the biggest issue of the day. No question about it. Uh, Texas is pushing back against the federal government right now. Uh, Democrat governors across the country are calling on the federal government to do something. I mean, this is an absolute invasion that's happening. No, no doubt about it. And, the, you know, the arrogance of the of the Biden administration when they came into office and how they were so dismissive of President Trump's policies. And now here we are three years later. Two million um, illegal migrants let loose in our economy this year alone. The fentanyl crisis, which is ballooning, 5,000 people died in Pennsylvania last year from fentanyl alone. 160 people, these are identified 
160 identified on the terrorist watch list coming across the border. This is an absolute disaster. And um, it's got huge national security implications and huge economic implications. And the Biden administration just failed. The one other thing I'd say on this, which was so interesting, they, the criticism of Trump's policies were that, you know, there's uh, human suffering and, you know, uh, the policies weren't appropriately empathetic. And here under Biden, you've got millions of people that are being exploited with human trafficking, children, women, the cartels, um, you know, prostitution. This is absolutely a human tragedy in addition to a national security tragedy. And it's, and it's at the feet of Joe Biden and Bob Casey, who has supported him every step on the way on this flawed border approach. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we have not heard a word from Bob Casey on the issue. As usual, he goes into hiding and, and, and tries to hide just like Biden does. You are running against him for the Senate seat, and this is going to be a big election, obviously coming up this November, statewide election in Pennsylvania. Uh, and my hope, of course, is that you have a Republican in the White House who can also help you, because this has to stop. I mean, it, it's now a bipartisan issue where you've got Democrat mayors and governors speaking out and saying something has to be done. But the White right. House is doing... I mean, nothing, nothing. I mean, to, to go after Texas, to sue them, to take down razor wire, which is clearly intended to help stop this is just I, I think it's nuts. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, it comes from a, a very flawed view of the importance of the sovereignty of our border and a very flawed view, which essentially Biden um, undid all the policies that Trump had put in place. And President Trump was right on the border. He was right from the, his election uh, in 2016, and he was right in terms of the policies that were implemented. But uh, you mentioned Senator Casey, and this is just an example of, of what I'm dealing with here. Where you have the most consequential state in the country, arguably, the fifth largest economy, Rich, the place where America was born, the, the battleground state that will likely decide the presidency. And in that state, you have the most inconsequential senator, who has voted with Joe Biden 98 percent of the time. So on issues of a national importance, you, you hear no voice. And, uh, you know, it's an election year, so he starts to make proposals and things. But the fact of the matter is there's been no legislative achievement. There's been no leadership. And that's what we need in this country right now is leadership in dealing with our problems in the White House and in the Senate. And Pennsylvania has neither. Let's also talk about uh, somebody that Bob Casey recently endorsed, who um, is, is a, a, a vile person, in my opinion, Summer Lee. Uh, there's a lot of anti-Semitism that we're watching in Philadelphia. We saw it outside Goldie's restaurant. Uh, we saw it at the campus of, uh, of UPenn. This is a real thing. It's happening. And a lot of Jewish people feel very intimidated right now, to say the least, very afraid. Yeah. And, um, and who is Summer Lee and why has Bob Casey endorsed her? Yeah, she's a, uh, a sitting congressperson. She's um, a, a, a terrible anti-Semite, as you say. And Bob Casey's endorsed her, but it's emblematic of Bob Casey's moral ambiguity, his moral failure on what's happened with Israel. Just to begin with, um, and I just came back from Israel, I had an incredible trip, which just reinforced, in my mind, the evil that we witnessed on October 7th and the need to stand with our ally Israel and also combat you know, terrorism, but the terrorism comes from Iran, where Bob Casey was the deciding vote in the Iran deal in 2015 and has been a weak voice on Israel. And since October 7th happened, rather than call out Liz McGill and say she should be fired, as I did, rather than calling out the group CARE, which he had been associated with, which is 
been a, a font of anti-Semitism. Rather than calling out Summer Lee, he has been quiet on all these things. And in in the weirdest turn of events, Rich, um, a guy who I probably disagree with on 80 percent of, of policy, John Fetterman, John Fetterman's been a voice of moral clarity when it comes to Israel. So when you want to know what the difference is, what I'm, uh, what I'm criticizing Bob Casey for, just look at the difference between him and Fetterman. Uh, Casey has been weak every step of the way, and Summer Lee is an absolute disaster, and yet he stands by her. You have the endorsement, Dave McCormick, of, of, of everybody in the Republican Party in Pennsylvania, which is great. Uh, we don't have to worry about a primary fight. You're going to be the candidate. You're going to be the nominee. And we can immediately start going after Bob Casey now for the general election. So that that's great news. And I mean, all across the state, you know, Guy Reschenthaler was on with me last week and he was talking about you. And you, you have you have conservatives, you have um Republicans who identify as more moderate Republicans backing you. It's all across the spectrum, and that's good. That's the kind of unity we need. But a lot of people are worried. You know, they're worried that um, we're not going to get the, the, the job done in Pennsylvania. We're not going to get the mail-in ballots out. We're not going to be able to get yeah. the, the early voting taking advantage of, the drop boxes, everything. And the Republican Party is not going to do what needs to be done here. Can you assure us that it will? Well, listen, I'm, I'm running a campaign that is a campaign to win. So I'm going to do every – and me winning – um, uh, is not just for me, it's for everybody, you know, down ballot and obviously the top of the ticket. And so this couldn't be more, a more consequential race. So what happens in Pennsylvania is going to decide the presidency and it's going to decide likely the majority in the Senate. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'm running a campaign, which is, uh, as you said, unifying the party. And, uh, and the way you, you do that is you essentially say, listen, here's what I believe. And, you know, most people in Pennsylvania can agree with, 80% of what I believe in, not, you know, I, that's more than I agree with my wife on most things. So you're going to have to agree to disagree on certain things. And I think our Republican parties recognize that we're going to have to come together to win. We've got to have a huge mail-in ballot initiative. And I know that uh, we've got the entire party committed to that. We've got uh, leaders across our Commonwealth committed to that. I'm uh committed to that. There's a big initiative that's going to have a lot of outside funding to make sure that we target those low propensity voters um, for mail-in ballots. And uh, there's two issues. One is a plan that goes after them, tracks them, encourages them to uh, uh, apply for the mail-in ballot, and then uh, encourages them to uh, uh, submit it. And then there's a cultural shift where we have to, we have to convince people, and I think, uh, I, I think this is happening, that we need to do mail-in ballots to win. So that's the second piece we got to do. The third piece we got to do is do everything we can to ensure election integrity. And we know uh, in Pennsylvania there's been a history of things, um, you know, bad behavior at polling sites uh, around Philadelphia and elsewhere. We've got to have a huge army of observers. We've got to be prepared to do the legal challenges. We've got to do everything we can to make sure that on Election Day we get a fair shake. And, uh, of course, the best way to do that would be voter ID, which the Democrats resist. We're not going to get that in by November. Uh, but if I'm a U.S. senator from Pennsylvania, that's one of the things I'm going to be fighting for is, mail, is uh, voter ID, because that's the way to give us all more confidence in our electoral process. Dave McCormick, they always say it's the economy, stupid. So, I mean, you are, of course, a, uh, a guy who understands the economy, in addition to being in the 82nd Airborne and a graduate of West Point. What can you tell people about how we can improve the, the economy right now? Because, I mean, the, the inflation under this president, the massive spending that we've seen, and you know, for him to go out there and, and say that Trump is the first president since Herbert Hoover to lose jobs, which is just such a lie, considering that we're in the middle of a global pandemic, and people shut down businesses like Tom 
Tom Wolf did as governor of Pennsylvania, literally shutting down businesses, deciding which ones were essential and which ones weren't. And all those people were rehired back. So many people were rehired back after the pandemic emergencies and lockdowns were lifted. But what can what can we do about the American economy, Dave McCormick? Well, this this economy is is two economies. It's an economy that's doing great for people with wealth, uh, people that have uh, stocks, people that are living in cities, uh, elites living in cities, and it's not working for most Americans and most Pennsylvanians. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, then prices are up about 20% since President Biden became elected, and real wages are up uh, 15%. So food, rent, fuel is now more expensive. You have less purchasing power, and interest rates have gone up under Joe Biden. And as a consequence of that, you can't finance a pickup truck now. It costs twice as much for your monthly payment or a house, which is why house sales are down uh, half of what they were three years ago, four years ago. So this is the economy Joe Biden uh, brought us. And it's, as you said, it's primarily a, uh, the driver of this is too much spending. So we've got to cut back on the ridiculous $5 trillion of spending that, that Joe Biden put in place. We have to deregulate. When I talk to Pennsylvania businesses and I say, what is the number one problem? They say, we're too regulated. We can't actually pursue new things. The, the natural gas industry is the biggest example of that in Pennsylvania, where regulations make it impossible to get the pipeline capacity we need to get our natural gas, our great resource in the hands of people around the country and around the world. The final thing uh, that we need to do is get people in public office who understand how to create jobs, who understand the economy. And uh, Bob Casey has never had a job outside of being a, a public figure. He's been in office 30 years. And I've been a guy who's built businesses, created jobs, uh, know what it's like to make a payroll. And we need those kind of people in public life to keep our economy uh, robust and uh, available for everybody. You know, Dave, I'm so glad you brought up natural gas because there was a story yesterday that the Biden administration is considering a ban on liquid natural gas exports. That would be disastrous for America's energy independence. It would also empower bad guys around the world. And it would be a disaster for Philadelphia and Pennsylvania jobs because we could have a huge liquid natural gas export station right here. No, it's, it's, it's madness. And the, the energy policy under Biden has hurt our national security because it's made us more dependent and hasn't allowed us to have the power that comes with being the source of natural gas uh, or or uh, fuel in general or uh, energy in general to the world. It's hurt our economy in places like Pennsylvania where, where the natural gas industry is a huge driver of the economy and jobs. We have the fifth largest natural gas reserves in the world. If, if Pennsylvania were a country, it would be one of the richest countries in the world based on its natural gas. And it's good for the environment because natural gas is a much cleaner source of energy and it's much cleaner than uh, the uh, sources of energy around the world that we're importing, for God's sakes. So this is madness under Biden. He's capitulating uh, to the environmental lobby. And it's, it's bad for America, but it's really bad for Pennsylvania. Yeah. And what do you have? You have a senator in Bob Casey who's not fighting it. You have a senator who doesn't have the, the, the influence and strength and power to fight for something that's so obviously great for Pennsylvania. And this is what we see over and over again, uh, Rich, weakness at a time where we need strength. We have weakness at a time where we need competence. We have inexperience at a time where we need leadership. We have uh, we have somebody who keeps his head uh, beneath the parapet. And that's what we've got in our current center. And that's that's why I'm running. Good, good, because we need somebody to fight for that industry and all the industries in, in, in the Commonwealth. No doubt about it. Dave McCormick, appreciate it. Where can people find the campaign, learn more about you and, of course, get one of those ballots? 
Hey, Dave McCormick, PA.com. Uh, it's always great to be on your show, and thanks to your listeners for uh, tuning in. All right, Dave, we'll have you back again soon, my friend. Dave McCormick, everybody, thank you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. we got breaking news all over the place. In New Jersey, the offshore windmills are back after Orsted pulled out today. As expected, the New Jersey Board of Public Utilities announced two new projects have been approved. Two, two more massive wind turbine projects. And this is going to be another fight. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to fight this because these things kill whales. They kill dolphins, and uh, these are going to be some massive, massive turbines that are that they're going to build. So um, the fight will begin. No question about it. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, we we're going to win again. We, we we beat Orsted last time. We're going to beat these guys again. We're gonna we're we're gonna run them into the ground. Is what we're going to do. That's that's the way it's going to be. And. I don't know when we'll be back at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey, but I know we will be at some point, and we'll talk about it there as well. But, you know, for the meantime, Bruce is in Westchester. He wants to weigh in on the windmills. Hey, hey, Bruce, thanks for calling. Hey, thank you. Hey, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, all the powers-to-be say, you know, they're not harming the whales, and although, you know, my whole life growing up at the Jersey Beach, I never saw a dead whale. Me neither. But something something because I fish and I own a boat that the National Marine Fisheries Council is proposing. They'll vote on it this year that any boat 35 feet or over, I think it's from Massachusetts to South Carolina from April till November, won't be able to go over 10 miles an hour on the off chance that I might run into a right whale. So we know that how do the, they the, talk at? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. So how do, how do they tell me that these windmills have no effect on the whales? But I, th- I think the chances of that harming a right whale is much greater than, according to their own statistics, less than one in a million that I run into one of these things. 
Yeah, and look, the, the, the people from the right whale organization have been outstanding on this issue, speaking out and saying that the right whales are going to become an extinct species of whale because of these wind turbines being built. And you're, you're right to point out the lunacy of this, of the regulations they put on, on a guy like you while they allow this project to go forward. is just It's just the typical asinine behavior you'd expect. It would just shut down the recreational fishing. You know, we're, we're 80 miles offshore. It, it, it turns a three-hour trip into an eight-hour trip, which you can't do. I already buy enough of their stupid fishery permits because I need a permit for every kind of fish you could imagine. And now they want to make me go 10 miles an hour. It, you just, it's, it's lunacy. Are, are you, you don't have to worry about the, the herring monitors, though, right? That doesn't impact you. Are there other things that do? Uh, I don't have to worry about people on my boat, but if if you get caught without one of their required permits, you're in a you're in deep doo doo. Yeah. Well, listen, buddy. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it, and um, you know, good good luck out there, Bruce. Thank you for the call. All right, you got it. Thanks. You bet. 855-839-1210. By the way, uh, a couple great events coming up for you. Uh, next Thursday, February 1st, we're going to be back at Parks Casino for Joe Conklin's Comedy Night. Thursday, February 1st, 8 p.m., Club 360 at Parks Casino. Enjoy great comedy with Tyler Mason and Tracy Locke. And I'll be the MC along with Mike Baldini. Tickets are just 20 bucks and include your first drink. There's great music that'll be played by Joanne. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Go to parkscasino.com slash comedy. Must be 21. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. These, these comedy shows always sell out. Limited seating. So do it today. And the second, of course, is our big speaker series event with the number one global best-selling author, Terry Hayes. His new book, The Year of the Locust, is unbelievable. I'm telling you right now, this book is mind-blowing in every way. You're going to learn so much about the inner workings of the CIA, submarines, you name it. It's great. So join us for that. February 7th, and that's going to be, just go to 1210WPHD.com to get your tickets for that. 1210WPHD.com and do that today. Uh, There's breaking news all over the place, but I do want to spend some time in New Hampshire because I want to give you my analysis of this. And I think it's very important to know um, this race is over. Nikki Haley is is done. And it's not even it's not even a, a, a matter of opinion. I mean, when you look at the data, you look at the the facts of all of this. Uh, and by the way, we will have a revised moron and moron razor barbed wire razor injury claim commercial to unveil for you in the five o'clock hour, I'm told. So stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss that. It's amazing. Really? Yes. All right. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Good. You're, you're going to be very pleased. Wonderful. Out, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, it is It is not a two-person race, though. It is a – Donald Trump is – let me go through some numbers with you. Um, David Brody, who's a uh, political um, analyst, put these out, and I think this is all very, very telling. So – and last night, DeSantis and I – Matt DeSantis and I were going back and forth – texting about this and i tweeted out what nick kale tweeted out as well last night about um uh, nikki haley's performance and the fact that she outspent trump 10 times here's some more thoughts for you more than half of the primary voters were not republicans all right the electorate was more moderate slash liberal this time compared to 2016 64 percent of primary voters said they were not MAGA. 
just 24% of primary voters were very conservative compared to 52% in Iowa. Nikki Haley had, had the endorsement of the popular governor of New Hampshire. Who, by the way, he's part of this Sununu legacy, and that's the only way he's there. Because if his last name was Smith, he would not be the governor of New Hampshire. He's not very bright, if you haven't noticed. Nikki Haley invested heavily in New Hampshire. She spent tons of time there. Nikki Haley had her two-person race on supposedly her type of political terrain, a more moderate state with loads of cash, the backing of the governor, the moderate governor, and yet President Trump won easily. He won easily. It was a it was a huge double digit victory for Trump in New Hampshire. You add all those things together and it doesn't matter whatever spin that the people that hate Trump's guts are trying to come up with here to justify how this this is still a, a viable race here. Trump's win in Iowa, Trump's win in New Hampshire. This race is over. I've been telling you for a while it's over. He's going to be the Republican nominee. I've been telling you that. There's and and the Georgia case is now completely blown up. I've been tell, I've been telling you that as well. Georgia is done. If their their dreams of getting him behind bars in Georgia is over. And I've been telling you why about the district attorney Willis and there's a new development on that as well. But as we now look towards the next round of of primary election states we have nevada coming up where trump has a 60 point lead over nikki haley in in nevada that's why she hasn't even mentioned it if you notice she hasn't even mentioned the word nevada i I mean trump mentioned nevada last night and i I was it's funny it occurred to me as much as i pay attention to this stuff i had even forgotten about nevada but if you're nikki haley you're definitely going to not mention nevada because he has a 60 in one poll it's an emerson poll he's up 65 points over nikki haley so uh you know this is not even going to be close but south carolina Oh, Haley isn't even on the ballot in Nevada. No, oh, okay. she's registered for the primary, which awards no delegates. Trump, I believe, is registered for the caucus, and he will receive delegates. He will receive delegates. Interesting. Okay, so a, a, a real bright move by her campaign. Let's go to <laughs> South Carolina, where she is on the ballot. Latest polls that, that come out now in South Carolina polls, and the Real Clear Politics average of polls has Trump up by 30 in South Carolina. Nikki Haley's home state of South Carolina. He's up by 30. Now, he may not win by 30, but it's going to be a double-digit victory again, like it was last night in New Hampshire. Double-digit victories are almost impossible to get. Breaking 50% is almost impossible to do. The fact that Trump was able to do that, despite the onslaught of cash being put up against him, don't forget, not just by Nikki Haley. There were other candidates who were also attacking him. Those candidates just dropped out of the race. And the electorate there was not as, say, MAGA as Iowa, and they still overwhelmingly chose Trump. The numbers there are amazing. This is a little bit of of Trump from last night from his speech in New Hampshire, Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua, by the way, one of my all-time favorite West Wing episodes. I know the greater Chris would agree with me on that. Or the Bachelor Chris, or whatever he's calling himself these days. I don't even, he keeps changing his name on Twitter. Uh, here's cut number one. Fantastic state. 
This is a great, great state. You know, we won New Hampshire three times now, three. three. We win it every time. We win the primary, we win the generals, we've won it, and it's a very, very special place to me. It's very important. If you remember, in 2016, we came here and we needed that win, and we won by 21 points, and it was great. And uh, today, I have to tell you, it was very interesting because I said, wow, what a great victory. But then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely <laughs> when it was at seven. But now I just walked up and it's at 14. But, but she ran up when it was seven. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing... Uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win, she lost. And you know, last, last week we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around, I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. And then I looked at the polls. She was talking about most winnability, who's going to win. And I had one put up. I don't know if you see it, but I have one put up. We've won almost every single poll in the last three months against crooked Joe Biden. Almost every poll. And she doesn't win those polls. And she doesn't win those. This is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. She had a very bad night. Now, you could say to yourself at this point, okay, so what, what is the point here? What, why does Nikki Haley even continue? Why does she even stay in this race? And I'm telling you the reason why. The reason why is because they believe that there's a pathway where something happens to Trump and she can pick this up by racking up some delegates and then going into the convention with some delegates and be the heir apparent if something happens. The establishment is absolutely pushing for this. But even David Axelrod, who's very smart, you know, I mean, I'll tell you, I think he's the, he and James Carville are the two brightest minds in Democrat politics, no doubt. But I think he's even brighter than Carville is. uh, Because he's, he's just, he's spot on with his thinking about things and he's not afraid to say these things. And Carville gets a little nutty sometimes with some of the things that come out of his mouth. But anyway, I was watching last night. I kept flipping between Fox News and CNN to hear the various different takes by things. And this is what Axelrod said last night regarding whether or not Haley even really wants to continue here. Cut seven. I uh, I feel for her because I've been in this. I've seen campaigns in this kind of situation before. I've been in this kind of situation before. The fact is, you know, when you set out to win a primary and you don't win it, it's hard to spin it into a victory and you can't keep doing it. In in, in Iowa, she was going to finish second. She finished third. In New Hampshire, she was going to win. And tonight, you know, we'll see how the final numbers come in. They, it seems to be widening a little bit. Uh, I really question, I mean, I, uh, I question whether she really ultimately wants to go forward to South Carolina and put her popularity to a test in her home state. And I'm wondering whether her uh, her supporters and her uh, finance, her financers, her donors are going to want to do that, too. I mean, I think the handwriting's on the wall. Uh, he's not wrong. But let me just say, and I, and I apologize, I hate I hate playing clips of Joy Reid. She's racist and she's vile and she should not be on television. But she said the quiet part out loud. She said the quiet part out loud. 
And this is what the game plan is. This is why it's very likely Nikki Haley would stay in the race. And 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 remember, Joy Reid works for MSNBC, which is part of NBC News, which is owned by Comcast Xfinity. And so a lot of the, the people involved in the boards and the corporations and all these other people want to stop Trump. And this is not Joy Reid's idea. This is not an original idea. But there's no doubt that this is what their goal here is with this. Cut number eight. Stuff in Texas. Now, I'm not saying she could actually get it. Yeah. But if you're the donor class that wants Trump gone, you tell her, fuck it out for a few months. I'm going to put some more money in your bank account. Because if he gets convicted, you do want to have a candidate with or enough delegates to go yeah. Yeah. Actually, that yeah. can be on the floor and have but a floor fight with Donald Trump. isn't too... Now, Haley's strategy is to stay in. So right there, what she just said, if Trump gets convicted, Trump's it doesn't matter if he gets convicted. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change anything because, first of all, the Georgia case is dead, as I've been explaining to you, and the federal case is stalled and it's going to be stalled for quite some time. But even a conviction is not going to change the trajectory of this. Nikki Haley's Nikki Haley's strategy is to stay in because there's open primaries and then try to get Democrats to vote for her. And I would not be surprised. Look, if the Democrat establishment believes Joe Biden loses to Trump, but they can live with Haley because she'll keep the Ukraine war going, I would not be surprised if they figure, look, Joe Biden doesn't have a, a primary. We don't have to worry about that. Let's help Nikki Haley. Because if we if we lose to Haley, well, we, we still get the war in Ukraine. We don't have Trump. We don't have to worry about the deep state getting smashed. We can suck it up for four years. And that's easier than changing horses here. But if Trump's the nominee, we're really screwed. And we got to get rid of Joe Biden. And that's not an easy thing to do because we have a Kamala Harris problem where she's going to scream and woke's going to scream. The left's going to scream. You're getting rid of the first black female vice president for somebody else. You know, Gavin Newsom with his wonderful hair or something like that. When you look at the exit polling of New Hampshire voters, David Chalian from far right CNN breaking this down last night. This tells you everything you need to know about the new version of Operation Chaos that is going on right now. Cut number 10. David, you're getting more on the ways that Republican primary voters don't see eye to eye. Yes, that's right, Jake. In these exit poll results, you see a Mars and Venus universe for Haley and Trump coalitions here. Take a look at the numbers. Among Trump voters, 70% of them, according to our exit polls, are registered Republicans. Donald Trump, his support, 27% of his voters are registered undeclared or independents. Uh, 3% were unregistered before today. Look at how that compares with Nikki Haley. It's a complete reversal. It's an alternate universe. Among Haley voters, 70% are registered undeclared. Only 27% are registered Republicans. Now, this idea of getting Democrats to vote, Operation Chaos. I remember when, when the great Rush Limbaugh talked about Operation Chaos many, many years ago with regards to Republicans getting involved in Democrat primaries. That's what I think is probably happening here. And the reason why is, like I said, the establishment can live with her. They can live with her and a lot of people will continue to get very, very rich. The deep state will be fine under Nikki Haley. The establishment, which is, I've told you before, look, you can pretend like the Democrats and Republicans hate each other, 
But despite the fact that that's the narrative you hear all day, it's not true. It's certainly not true in Washington. The elites all dine together and they drink wine together and eat steak dinners together at the Capitol Grill. And they all they're all buddy buddies. And the money goes around to both both sides of the aisle. But Trump is a threat to that. And they cannot allow that to happen. And they know that he beats Biden. And they can't let him in the White House. So do do I think the Democrat establishment and the Republican establishment could join together here to try to help Nikki Haley across at least to, to, to survive? I'm not saying they can help her win. They can't because Republican primary voters are not going to choose her. But they'll keep her in hoping that they can get Democrat voters to vote for her in open primary states. Here's a Democrat admitting that again, the quiet part out loud last night, CNN cut 11. Nikki Haley. And why did you vote for Nikki Haley? Uh, It's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have her against Biden in the uh, elections than it would be Trump in her. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. So when you undeclared, you voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in a general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. I'm telling you what will happen in the general election. It it will be they fire the cannons on Nikki Haley. They're going to try to make sure Biden wins. Don't get me wrong. They will fire the cannons on her. They will try to destroy her. They'll do what they always do to the so-called reasonable Republicans, which is to destroy them and make them out to be uh, like Hitler. They do it all the time. It's the same playbook. But the difference, though, is that if it doesn't work, they can live with her. That's the difference. That's why these Democrats are getting so involved here. That's why her campaign put out a four-page memo telling everybody this is our pathway. They're not hiding from this. Nobody's hiding from this little game that's happening right now. It's being played out right before our very eyes. Trump doesn't care if she stays in the race or not. And I don't think he should care because, honestly, it doesn't matter. He's still going to be the nominee. But you now know what the game is, and they always try to rig the game, always. This is what Trump said, cut 13. We're going to unify the party. The party's going to be unified. It it already is unifying. When you look at a crowd like this, and they had no idea I was coming. In fact, 20 minutes ago, I had no idea I was coming. You want to know the truth. They had no idea, and you look at a crowd like this, we're going to have a big, we're going to have a big victory. We're going to have a big victory. You doing okay? I am. I love this guy. She won't drop out of this race no matter what happens. Say it. Nikki Haley says she won't drop out of this race no matter what happens. Well, she may not. I don't care if she drops out or not. doesn't matter to me. I mean, she said she'd never run. Remember that? So what did that mean? She said, I will never run because he was a great president. I will never run. Then she started running. Uh, So what she said doesn't matter, right? Because it doesn't... uh, oftentimes she'll say things that she doesn't mean, but I think that uh, she's worked very hard, uh, but I couldn't care less. If she drops out, that's fine, and if she doesn't, we go, next stop is Nevada, where we win 100%, because you, nobody, they looked at the polling, I was at 94%, and they didn't uh, register, they didn't want to pay the fee to register. Now, <clears throat> when we get back, 
CNN also acknowledging that the Georgia case is dead. And the reason why is because the district attorney and her boyfriend, this is all blowing up now in a big, big way. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. A lot of breaking news all over. Windmills in New Jersey, the override of Governor DeWine's veto in Ohio. We got so much to talk about. But I want to tell you about my friend, Dr. Mike Venaria, because he's a great guy, great dentist, and the master of dental implants for your entire family he's the guy to go to and that's why the entire zioli family uses dr mike venaria as our dentist with two locations to serve you cinnamonson and woodbury right over the bridge let dr mike handle your smile and you owe it to yourself to give yourself a beautiful smile a smile says so much about you to the world and dr mike can give you a beautiful smile so if you've ever had an a an estimate for complicated dental dental work get a second opinion with dr mike venaria just go to venariadental.com v-a-n-a-r-i-a venariadental.com you'll see why so many people understand and why for 10 years in a row 10 consecutive years he's been named a top dentist in new jersey Pediatric, general, cosmetic dentistry, pain-free root canal treatment if necessary, and of course, those complicated dental implants. There's simply no one better. He is the master. Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Governor Greg Abbott says... We declare an invasion here in Texas. We are going to have a great interview coming up at 530 today with uh, Chris Clem, retired chief patrol agent, served 27 years as a U.S. Border Patrol agent. I'll ask him whether he thinks razor wire works. So we'll have that conversation coming up. But look, the Georgia case against Trump. So the district attorney, Willis, hires outside counsel, which, you know, they, they, that, that's not uncommon. That, hire outside counsel to help. But the guy she hires has no prosecutorial experience, none whatsoever. So you're trying to bring down the former president of the United States, guy you hire is no no experience. And you pay the guy seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. He's or, 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 or what he's been, you know, what he's billing. And it turns out he's your boyfriend. And it turns out you're going on cruises with him. And you're going and you're staying at swanky hotels with him. And it turns out the taxpayers are paying for all this, and this is a major major conflict of interest and it's all coming out because the guy's going through a divorce and hell hath no fury like a woman's horn so the ex-wife is coming out and saying hey you know he hid this income for me and i have a i have a right to it and so now the judge in that case is going to make him testify under oath were you having an affair and was it with Fanny? Well, I don't think I'm Johnny Cook says I don't say that name correctly, but F-A-N-I, I don't know. Was it with Ms. Willis? And if so, uh, did you use that money with her? Or did you withhold it from your ex-wife? The Georgia case is done. What's going to happen is they're going to say she's, she cannot prosecute the case. Uh, Georgia law is very complicated for finding a replacement for that. It, 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 I think it's over. I really do. I think it's over. Um, and that was one they were hoping for because in Georgia, there's no pardon power. It's, it would be a state crime, put them away behind state bars and, you know, nothing that Trump could do if he was even elected president because he can't pardon himself on the state level. Now, I think the Supreme Court would say that the president would have to wait to serve his term in state prison uh, till after his term concluded. 
I think the Supreme Court would come to that conclusion. However, we've also talked about the possibility of having the Secret Service or the Navy SEALs go in to rescue him from the Georgia State Penitentiary and bring him to the White House in Escape from Georgia, my movie that's coming out after White House Cocaine Dogs. Of course, since we know barbed wire is ineffective and we know barbed wire is cruel and I've demanded all barbed wire to come down, we won't have to worry about the Navy SEALs or the Secret Service having to encounter barbed wire as they rescue Trump from the Georgia State Prison. But since that's as far-fetched as the idea that he's ever actually going to go to jail in Georgia, because the case is blown up. And here is CNN's legal analyst, Ellie Honig, saying exactly that. Cut 17. Yeah, there's a lot of drama around this case. To me, what matters legally boils down to really the money and a potential conflict of interest. Now, Mr. Wade, as you said, his primary area of practice was personal injury law. Not, in my view, qualified to handle a major complicated racketeering case. Nonetheless, he's been hired along with two other lawyers from the outside to come in and help the DA. Nothing wrong with that. But if you look at the amount of money they've been paid and they've billed, Mr. Wade has billed $650,000 plus. The others have billed $70,000 and $90,000. So there's a question of, is he working nine times as much as the other folks? The other big problem, though, is there's clearly a relationship of some nature, we don't know exactly, between the DA and Mr. Wade. And some of that money is being used on travel that the DA is accompanying him on. So some of the money that the DA's office is paying out to Mr. Wade is now being used for personal purposes for the DA. So there's a real potential conflict of interest there. Really important to keep in mind, we have a hearing in that case set for February 15th. So we'll get more information then. But at a minimum, it looks terrible and it raises legitimate questions about the DA. Um, it's done is what it means. The, the, the case is done. And on the federal level, that case is basically going nowhere because we're, we're still dealing with all the various court challenges to Trump's immunity, whether he had immunity or not. That's going to go through the, D, the D.C. circuit. The three judge panel will rule. Then the full circuit may potentially hear an appeal. Ultimately, the United States Supreme Court will have an appeal on this. Their their big plan here to stop him by hoping that he's incarcerated and possibly you know sentenced to death and then executed prior to being president is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And as much as the media is trying to pretend like Nikki Haley is the Bill Clinton of 1992, and I keep seeing this now, and, you know, Bill Clinton came in second place in New Hampshire, and there you go. This is not 1992. She is not Bill Clinton. That's not what we're seeing here. And I just went through all those numbers with you. He's going to be the nominee. It's it's that is the reality. Anyone who argues here that Nikki Haley is 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 Bill Clinton in 1992 because Bill Clinton came in second in New Hampshire is clutching at straws. But you know what? Haley is not she's not going to get out of the race because the states that are left are open primary states. And she's saying that out loud. And here's what she said last night about why she's staying in the race. Cut number three. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it, and I want to acknowledge that. Now, you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves, saying this race is over. It's not over. It's over. Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go.
Yeah, and they're open primary states, and that's a strategy that I've outlined for you of how they want to get there. All right, we got a big 5 o'clock hour for you, including the updated commercial, Moron and Moron, if you have been injured by razor wire. Also, we're going to talk to this retired Border Patrol agent about what is happening as Texas now says we declare an invasion. And Chuck Schumer, with nothing better to do on his on, uh, with his time, is now going after nicotine patches, uh, the, the kind that you put in your mouth, like Zin and others, which are not even tobacco. They're just nicotine. But he's going after them because he is America's nanny. Big five o'clock hour. Straight ahead. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. And on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.